This is the Blackout Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Blackout Podcast where I get to talk to amazing people doing amazing things and today I have Lyris. Awesome artist. Thank, Thank you. you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. So, I mean, okay, well, before we get into your last name, let's just talk <laughs> about the music. How did you, like, what was your introduction to music? Um, Since birth. Oh. Yeah, like, I've, I've grown up with a musical family. So, I mean, it's just normalized for me. You know, my mom was a choir director. So I grew up in church, always singing, um... So, yeah, it's always been a part of my life. I don't think I started taking it serious until, like, junior high, maybe, I guess. What happened in junior high? Um, well, I guess there was other people around me who um, were singing, too, and just, like, getting out there. And so I felt like, okay, if they can do it, then I can do it, too. So I started doing, like, small things, like little talent shows. And, oh. um, like, I've always sang, but I've never sang publicly. Mm. So it was like, let me just try. Did you ever do the choir? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I did the choir. I did my church choir. And then later on, when we switched to a different church, which was more for, I guess, the younger audience, it was more of, like, a youth choir. I switched to that, which definitely feel like impacted my musical journey but in what way just because um that same church i met my best friend ariana willis who's also a part of vitamin d who's also an artist and um we just because we knew each other previously because we weren't friends at the time Mm. we we knew each other from like school and groups but we were like oh we go to the same church so we both is like come together so we joined this choir and we slowly started doing like solos for the church and like doing it in an audience so oh. we got used to performing for people mm. so it felt easier <laughs> to be able to perform to like different crowds and how's the experience of the talent shows and, and stuff I mean, junior high talent shows. <laughs> I mean, they're as good as they can go. Like, so you know, it was all fun and games, but just to go out there. But for me, for some reason, I took it seriously. Like, <laughs> I thought I was in a whole Beyonce concert, like, yeah. but everyone else is just doing it for the fun. So yeah. And I guess growing up in a musical family, like, was your immediate family part of the inspiration for doing music? Definitely, definitely. My my grandmother told me that when I was about six months, she had this tape recording of me being like just humming and obviously I can't speak, but I was I was humming and I was just doing all this stuff and my nan was like my nan looks at my mom, she's like, Yep, yeah, she's she's got it. She's she's, she's gonna be doing it. So Do you have siblings? I do. Uh, do they sing to you? Um, well, my siblings are very young. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so I have two uh, two step-siblings from my stepdad, and then I have two siblings from my mom, and then I have a sibling um, from my biological father. So mm. I got a lot. I got, <laughs> I got a lot. But yeah, like the only one mainly the one singing? Um, well, from my biological dad, I had a sister who passed. She was a singer too, so okay. she was the only one who was on the same level as me, but um the two step siblings one of them is an artist so she likes to paint so she likes to do all that and then um my two younger brothers from my mom one's four and one just turned three 
Oh, so, yeah, yeah. But I can't even lie. The three-year-old, I think he's going to be the next one. Oh. I really think so because my last gig, this child walked up on stage and sang Get Down On It. What? Get Down On It. He's three <laughs> years old. He walked to the mic. He's like... Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I was like... Okay, so I have competition. Wow. What's his name? <laughs> his name's Kanan. Okay. He's like, oh my God. he's so cute. Like, everybody was saying, so you're going to open for him now? And this and that. And I'm like, I guess so. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, and then you did the Junior High Talent Shows mm-hmm. and stuff. And then where did it build to from there? Um, I think high school. The, the place called The Hub which is the youth con- youth connection, youth art connection? What's it called? I don't even know the only place I go to. My God, <laughs> shake my head. Youth art connection. Um, yeah, youth art connection. Yeah. I got definitely introduced from there because it was like that place for all artists to just go and really learn and network and do all that type of stuff. Mm. So I found that out in high school. So when I started going there, that's when I met Dina. And um, yeah, I just definitely got introduced to more things. And I definitely had to make a choice for myself because the friend group that I was in in high school, they weren't really supporting me. And it was like, you know, like my friend group, my friends in high school that I've known since junior high and and back, those Mm -hmm. type of people, because we had so much history and being friends with them, I, I, I still decided to stick with them. But I realized um, slowly on that they were kind of not supporting me and kind of just pulling me down to their level of not wanting to do anything with their life, I Mm. guess you could say. So I definitely was in that place of like, do I want to let go of this friendship history that I have or do I really want to like continue with my career? How difficult was that decision? Sorry? How difficult was making that decision for you? Very difficult. Mm. Very, very difficult. Um, the last per well, I'm still cool with one of them, but the rest of them I haven't talked since I graduated high school. And it's a hard thing because, you know, you were so close with them, but it's like, you know, obviously I have to come first, my self worth and all that type of stuff has to come first. So it was it was a hard decision, but like I just had to like lay everything out on the table. Mm. And for a very long time I like didn't feel like I had to bring it up to them, but it wasn't until I did one of my biggest musical productions, which oh, was The that... Color Purple. Oh, wait, you were... yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 at the Neptune. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was huge for me, and the only one that showed up was my best friend, Ariana. Mm. So the rest of them didn't come, and they had multiple opportunities to come um, through school to even let it be free. I even tried, but it was like... That was like the day that I said, okay, listen, (laughs) like I just had to break it down to them Mm -hmm. and they weren't mad, but they were definitely on defense mode. So they were very defensive and were coming up with reasons, but they'd done it before. So I was kind of like, yeah, Mm -hmm." Yeah, makes sense. (laughs) Um, So I guess, well, let's actually jump into Call Purple. How did that happen? Um, my mom seen the auditions on Facebook and she was like, the color purple's here, just audition. And I was like, nah, I don't really, <laughs> I was like, I am feeling it. <laughs> I watched that movie for like how many hours? I was like, I don't know if I can do it. And then 
like the auditions came up and I was like, okay, fine, sure, why not? So I actually originally auditioned for Squeak. Um, but Squeak, because I was eight, well, I still am 18, but um, for her character, you actually had to be a little bit older because there was more productive scenes in that mm. in that part. So when I auditioned, I just like, I don't know. I really wasn't nervous because I wasn't really expecting to get in, to be honest. Like, mm. I was like, let me just go, go with the flow. I'm just chilling. Like, we'll see how it goes. And I went and um, they gave me a call back and they were like, are you able to sing one of your favorite um, musicals that you've sang before? And I've the musicals that I've done before I've always been the ensemble so I've never had like an actual so, main part yeah. so there wasn't any musicals that I actually had like a strict solo to so I was like I really don't know any of this so I guess I um found some gospel song that I used to sing in church and I came and I was like listen I don't have any musicals but I can sing you this gospel song and I sang it to them and they were just like I could see, but I didn't really know like the impact that I gave to them in the audition. I kind of just sing because it's it's what I do. Mm-hmm. So it was like they seen that, and then um, they were like, "Wow, my gosh!" Da 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 da. And then shortly after, it was like months after, and it was in the summer. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy Webb called me, and he was like. Um, hey, can I talk to you? I know you're underage and you're in high school, so we got to work some things out. But um, <laughs> can we talk? And I was like, ah, okay, okay. So he called me and he talked to my mom. And it was a huge process for me because I was one of the youngest cast members in that show. And I was still trying to finish my grade 12 high school mm. in high school. So it was really hard. Like there was things that I had to really work out because I was going to be missing a lot of school. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to graduate. So yeah. it was, it was a bit, it was bittersweet. What are some of the things you had to do to handle that process? Um, I had to go to the school board with my mom and I had to ask for a challenge for credit, which is basically what they do for people who are in sports in high school. So if they go away for a very long time, they can actually ask for extra credit so that they can give it to you due to sports. But for me, it was for musical theater. So I had to basically come up with this huge PowerPoint on all the things that I've done <laughs> and like present it to this board and be like, so I did this, I was in the list. Um, you know, I did this, so can I get my credit? So, <laughs> so I did that. And um I got it, but they they gave me a low grade, no. and my mom was pissed. We were all fucking pissed. Mm. Like it, I came up with a fifty four or something like that after mm. all that hard work, mm-hmm. and me and my mom were like, no, 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 no. We were not having it, so we like went back to them and like fought for my grade. I think they bumped it up to like a seventy. Mm. So I passed. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And then how long was rehearsals for, and how was that process? So in March, it started March 12th and it was for a month and it started from 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. Um, every day. So we went in there, we went straight into it. Like I was, I walked into this room with these big time musical theater people and I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like I, I was so in awe and we just went straight into it and it was like, even though I already did live the fast-paced life and I love just, like, 
being energized and just doing that type of stuff it was like my body was very tired but my mind was like still ready to go so it was that and um yeah we just went into it i was shy at first but i think what brought us together was the whole musical in general like that that musical will always be close to my heart i've learned oh my gosh we have enough time to get into this (laughs) um i mean everyone usually most people have watched the color purple and it's one of those very you know tragic but beautiful type of stories where you just can't keep your eyes off of the camera or off of the movie um but the musical was actually very different from the movie Mm. and it was just like For me at that time, I was definitely dealing with a lot of like low self-esteem and um, a lot of like low mental problems for me and just like my life. I wouldn't say that I was depressed, but I definitely felt like I was spiraling into this hole that I couldn't, I didn't know how to get out of. So it was like that type of show was like the main show to teach you about self-love for this main character, Celie, who... All her life has been treated badly, been called ugly, been raped, been abused, like you name it. And, you know, and all of that, she was actually gay. Like she, she, she didn't even, she, well, yeah, she was gay. She didn't like, she had a husband, but she didn't love him. She didn't even know what love was. And so when she finally moved to the bigger city and she met this woman named Sugar, um, it was just like she found out what real love was. And it wasn't even because of her. It was more because of herself, which is something that she had to, like, find within herself. And it was like I was going through this play and realizing that this main character is how I'm feeling. Like, I don't have self-love in myself right now. And it's something that I can't find, you know, within somebody. It's something that I have to find within myself. So, you know, just going through that play, it was like, you know, it was definitely held deep to me and... You know, to be the youngest cast member doing what I love and being on the big stage every night and just singing that opening line. It was like, it was the best feeling ever. So, it was how was opening night for you? Opening night was funny. Why? Because <laughs> my family is one of the most supportive people. I can't speak today. <laughs> I just don't under... Anyway, but yeah, my family is one of the most supportive people in my life. Mm-hmm. So I had about 40 family members <laughs> come to the Color Purple opening and they're like spread out on the whole balcony. Mm. And of course, like other cast members, they had their family come. But like my whole family was spread on this top balcony. And as soon as those curtain opens, they're like, oh my God, like they're <laughs> screaming. And I'm like, I'm singing and I'm like, that sounds like my mom. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's my mom. So it was awesome. Like just the love that we all received, like the whole cast. It was beautiful. We just came together as a community and really just celebrated this story that's going to be being played for two months. So it was, it was beautiful. So it was like every day for two months. Mm-hmm. God damn. So the rehearsals was for a month mm-hmm. in March and then when the show actually started, it was, I'm pretty sure, six days a week except for Monday. And then um, it was twice on the weekends. So we had a matinee. And then it started from 7 
to nine it was yeah i'm pretty sure it was it was a while back so i don't really remember mm. but it was yeah it was like that every day so i would go to school and then i would come home and then i would rush over to neptune and it was like that every day except for monday so <laughs> that was the day i would catch how would up. you spend your monday on the average during that period catch up on homework <laughs> <laughs> i literally my mom was like listen that's social life just just get rid of it <laughs> it's not gonna work this time i was like okay all right yeah. good to know i was like taking it all in and i was texting my friends like i miss you bye it was good you know being friends with you you know i'm gonna be taking a break <laughs> and they were like lyrics are you good and i was like great just let me know so it was like yeah as soon as monday came like those teachers they 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 did not give me any type of sympathy they were like listen we're very proud of you, but we're not going to baby you up. So yeah, yeah. here's your homework. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> okay, bye. All right, thanks. Um, <laughs> how do you navigate both worlds like school and then doing this play? Hmm. I don't know. Mm. I really don't know because school was a completely different world. Like I said, the people in high school, they didn't really take how serious the color purple was, to be honest. Like, they knew about it. And when they seen, like, little articles, they would be like, hey, I heard you about this article. But to be honest, they didn't really care. Mm. Like, they were just living their day-to-day life. And, like, when they see me at school, how was your show? Maybe sometimes not even that, but it was completely different where then after school it's like you come to neptune and all these people are like oh my gosh you're in the color purple and like congratulations on your success and all this stuff and it was like oh okay that's how it sounds again i forgot from (laughs) high school so it was different yeah it was definitely night and day yeah so and then um after that experience like, did you just get into university right away did it take some time off or yeah i went straight into university because it was like I didn't apply for different universities. It was, I was in that moment where, like, I really just, like, didn't feel like I was going to graduate because of how busy it was for me. So it was really just passing all that work. As soon as everything's good, apply and then get into it and go because I didn't have the time to, like, lollygag and really, like, decide if I want to take a year off or wait or do anything. Mm. And that's what my mom wanted me to do. So... It was like, all right, as soon as I do that, get in good. So. And what, what did you go into study and where? Um, Dow. I go to Dalhousie University. Um, and I'm studying theater arts and social sciences. So it's theater arts is right up my alley. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How's it feel so far? Um, um well, there's only three black people in my class. <laughs> Um, and one of them is biracial. Yeah. Um, so it's me, these three people. And the first semester was actually really good. It was a, it was a good introduction, but it was like the second semester, it was a whole new professor and she came into this class thinking that none of us have been anywhere and we're just starting out as like complete newbies and we don't know exactly what we're doing so she was like naming all these huge things that she's done and like I was like I mean I I done that too but (laughs) I'm gonna just lay low and then it seemed like I don't know like it seemed like 
when the first day that she came into the class, she said that she's been in at least every Neptune show or she's at least helped in it or she's at least seen every Neptune show. So I was like, oh, my gosh. Wow. So you probably seen the color purple. So I go up to her after class and I was like, so I was actually in the color purple. And she's like, no, I didn't see it. I didn't. I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> All right. So and it was just like from there. Yeah. I had to, me and this, the three other black people in our class, it seemed like we had to work 10 times harder than mm. the rest of the class did. So I feel like from there, the start of the semester, it was definitely like some red flags oh. that were like, you How know, are you handling that though? I just like been listening to what my grandmother's been telling me. Like, she's like, listen, just smile on her face, be nice and get that grade and just go because you don't have time to like feed into her energy because then it's just going to give her more power to feel like, you know, to bel- belittle us. And I I don't even have the energy anyway. I'm a very nonchalant I can be very energetic, but when it comes to those situations, I don't put a lot of energy into it. So that's just what I've been doing. And there are some times where, you know, I do want to, like, speak up for myself. But it's like, the class is almost done. We got 15 minutes. Let me just get out of here. So, Mm. you know. But it's just this one person or? Just this one professor. Mm. She's new for the the second semester. So... You know. How do you now combine that uh, with your music? Theater? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, like, th- four different worlds, I swear. Like, theater's one world, and then singing and writing music is a, like, completely different other world. And then I do modeling, too. So, like, I, I, I definitely have different worlds where theater I'm one person and then when it comes to like me being an artist and writing music I'm a completely different person mm-hmm. and it's like that for acting and um and modeling too uh, okay I'll come back to the music one but uh, the modeling one how did it happen how do you get into it I mean <laughs> I always like to be like low-key the in the spotlight like ever since <laughs> I was young you know I've been known to like you know be that little girl to like come and dance in the circles and stuff like that so it's always been a part of me but it wasn't until there was this um community fashion show where you could just go up and like be in the show and just have fun with it and the coach where was the show it was at new beginnings okay like the church in dartmouth they held it there but um yeah i don't i don't remember who was funded by but the modeling coach that i'm like signed to now she was in the show and she was just looking for people and I guess she seen me and I didn't get her name and um she actually I remember she actually got mad at me the first time I ever met her she got mad at me because I forgot that when you walk up the photographer got to take your picture and then you walk out and you leave. So I didn't do that. I like walk right past the photographer. And she's like, no, you gotta, like, you gotta pose. Like you gotta pose for the photographer. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll do it next time. And she was like, oh my gosh, child. She was like, I have no words for you. So that day, um, I didn't get her name or anything. And then it was like four months later, we were at another um, community event. She mm-hmm. runs around to me. She's like, you, I've been looking for you and all over the place. And I've been asking about you. And like, where did you come from? And I was like, I just came from home. Like, I was just helping out with this community. She's like, no, no, no. So she gave me her card. Mm-hmm. And then um, 
like her company has grown. Um, I remember me and a couple of the older models, like we all started together, some of the older models who were modeling for her still. And we used to like model in the back of a store basement and mm-hmm. just get that training. And she was really like, she it wasn't even a company at the time. She was just wanting to see our growth and help us. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like later on the year when she actually made it a business and, you know, got a play- better place for us to do our, our modeling training and stuff like that. So she's definitely grown. It's... Yeah, it's a family there, I'm telling you. Was the agency called? Solely Productions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, oh, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So they just did the Fabric of the Dini? Of they did. DNA they thing? just had a show. Um, it was amazing. I didn't go, but a lot of my friends were there. And um, I, dra- I, I drifted off a little bit from the modeling world because I've been so focused on my artistry. And she 100% understands that. But she's like, I miss you over here, this family, like, you need to come back. So that same day I was doing a gig, and um, she's like, wow, look at you. She's like, I wish I could come to the show. And I was like, I wish I could come to yours, you know? So she's definitely supportive, too, and she's always telling me not to limit yourself to one passion. So... And uh, with the the music, when did you start writing your own songs? Like, grade seven. Oh, I would, like, write these little corny love songs <laughs> on the piano with, like... Why, why do you say they are corny? They were... Oh, trust me. They were corny. <laughs> like, these three little chords. Like, it just <laughs> didn't go anywhere. Um, but I, I believe they were real songs, and I would play them for my mom. And, like, after 20 minutes of the same three chords, she's like, Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, it, it started there, but I didn't start taking it, like... I didn't actually start writing, writing, and, like, trying to tell a story throughout my songs till like, 2016. Mm. So. What happened then? Um, I'm one of those writers where... I'm one of those people where I have a wall. So it's very hard for me to express my emotions. So music is definitely... Or songwriting is definitely that cope method for me. Mm. So it was, like, I was in a very um, vulnerable time... And I was like, why don't I start just, like, putting these in the lyrics? And then I started doing that. And then um, a lot of people have been telling me, like, I'm happy you write this type of music because I'm able to relate to it. And I'm able to, like, let myself be vulnerable just as you in that moment. Mm. So, you know, I do write, like, fun songs, too. But they're mostly in your feelings, I guess. (laughs) So, like, when you're writing those songs, is it heavy writing them for you, or? I just lay it. I literally just spill it all out. Mm. It's like I find a nice beat, and I'm just, like, in my own little atmosphere, Mm -hmm. and I just go and write it out, and then I, 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 I record it while I'm doing it on my phone, and then I just go back and listen. If I want to change some things, then I'll change it, or, or sometimes I might come up with a bridge, like, if there's, like, something that's like keeps repeating in my head then i'll put that down as the bridge or maybe the chorus Mm. but it's usually just like a spilling out thing for me because it's so much that's like built up inside of me so it's very easy to me to like let that like go i guess (laughs) um (laughs) and then so what comes first the music or the words the music Okay. Definitely. I like to find like a beat, but I, 
Lately these days, it's been so hard to find like a good beat. A lot of the beats have been sounding the same lately and it's just like these same percussions yeah. that are just like and it's the same it's like a little different track with the same percussion in every <laughs> song and it just drives me up the wall so yeah. it's so hard to really find a beat that's representing how you're feeling mm. so i try to find that first because then i feel like it's not easy for me to spill the lyrics and like to that type of tone that i wanted to do and how do you prepare for your shows Sorry. How do you prepare for your shows? Uh, I, I guess I just like do a quick prayer and um, I try. I mean, all of us obviously get nervous, mm -hmm. but I just come up with these little like small things to do before I go up and perform. And then I just like go up there. I try not to sweat it as much as I can because it's really just me being you know vulnerable and trying to like give my passion to people and let them hear what I have to say and I sometimes like to like build a character for me to go up to stage so it's not really Laris up there it's some other person what so. are some of the characters you build for your performances mm, just like the person that I see myself in the future mm. so I, I actually don't like saying the word famous. Like, I don't want to be famous. Like, that's not really my goal. It's more just me being in a healthy mind space and me being, like, able to just produce music whenever I want and me being able to, like, sing that to people and just have, like, a little fan base where these people look up to me and just, like, understand how I'm feeling and they can relate it to their feelings, so... I guess that's my goal right now. So I kind of just go up there as that person mm. and really just like, I guess, seduce the crowd with them, I guess you could say. So. And what was your last performance? Um, I think it was last week and it was at the Tea Room, I believe, in Halifax. And um, it was an R&B session, so it was a lot of like nice soulful jazzy r&b and um ariana my best friend she was with me too and another artist maje he was there and it was just the three of us and we just like had a good set it was a different crowd but like they were very open like they were down and loved everything so mm. yeah it was really nice wow um so are you working on an album now ep i wanted to but manager things dina over here she was like no don't do that yet like i think you should just get like a single out and let people hear what your sound is before you like just pop it with an ep so mm. i guess i want to do that and post maybe a couple singles not just one and then do the ep yeah but i've been writing since grade seven so there's so there's thousands of songs in my songbook that are like ready to come out so I guess I'm just being patient. And I guess, <clears throat> do you have a song you're recording or working on that's coming out soon? Or I do, yeah. The last time I was in the studio was December, January. And um, it's a song that has been written for a while. And me and Dina thought like it was a great song to post as a single because it's, it's not too... Um, 
in your feelingsy, but it's also <laughs> like it's still fun. It's laid back and it has like a good beat. So it's one of those songs you can just like vibe to and just you know jam to. So it was definitely a good song to feel like. Hmm. Okay, we could post this as a single. Was it gold? What is it called? I really don't. I don't really have a date. Like, there's two names for it. Either a line or... Um, how's the chorus go? Mm-hmm. Oh, stars align. So either a line or stars align. Uh, Whichever one. Which one are you leaning more to, though? A line. Because stars align is too long. <laughs> like, it's two words. Stars align. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's going to take too long to type up in the What's in the, the song about? Bar. Um... It's about, um, I guess, anyone being in a predicament with someone where, like, you're just all for them, you like them, but they're feeling like they're not really ready for commitment. And so you're like, okay, well, I'm kind of willing to let you wait because I like you that much and I really want to be with you in the future. Hmm. So it's like, okay, when the stars align, I'll be Thanks ready. So. But then in the in the second part of the song, it's like, actually, no. <laughs> I don't really want to do that no more. See ya. I'm living my best life. <laughs> so it kind of switches up for him. So, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, you know, <laughs> I really want you to sing. But before I let you do that, mm-hmm. um, I guess, what a... What are some of the plans you have for yourself moving forward? Like, just with music, with all these things you do? I think definitely just build a foundation for myself. And like I said, build that fan base where people are, like, able to look up to me. And once I do that, definitely start, you know, becoming more active on my Instagram and my social pages. And then I think from there, just start posting music and just really getting myself out there to let them know that I'm an artist because a lot of people in the community, especially the black community, they have seen me so far in either the color purple or church. And so I don't I don't want them to base me off of those two things. Even though I'm very proud to claim those things, yeah. I'm more of that and I feel like I want them to like start knowing that. And I mean, it's a little scary because... You know, the black community here is very um, conservative, I guess you would like to say. So being a new artist and willing to, you know, be vulnerable and say these type of things on a song, Mm. you know, you don't know what the comeback could be. But it's kind of like, this is me, so... I'm I like you can you can upset it if you want, but you know, it's just me being or trying to be able to be that person for myself and really just get in that that mind space. So Wow. Yeah. Thanks, Lyris. Thank you. I'm just gonna clear this thing up so you can perform. Okay. Thank cool. you. Set the tone when it's just me and you alone. Never lonely in the room. Breathing slowly, or you know me. Meditate, you can take me to a place where we can be all alone. I'll let you hold me, cause you know me. Say, ooh, ooh. Yeah. 
touch is making me feel way ooh. When I get around you, I lose it, lose it, 'cause I feel so comfortable with you. You make me comfortable with you. Nah, nah, yeah. Wanna feel comfortable with you? You make me comfortable with you. Mm. You make me wanna get, wanna go deep, intimate, let you and me inside. You deserve it. I'm fine. That was comfortable by the artist Her. You can find me on any social platforms called Lyris Day with a D at the end, so L L Y R I S D. Yeah. This is the Blackout Podcast.
for listening.